Before we dive into this episode, I have a quick message for you guys. You know I'm all about human optimization, performance, and liberation of the mind, body, and soul. So I have a few tools and resources for you guys to become the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. The first is Strong Coffee. Strong Coffee brings you that specialty coffee experience and a healthy, done-for-you pre-mixed powder that includes instant organic coffee, grass-fed collagen protein, and MCT oil powder to fuel your mind and body for hours so you can spend more time and energy on the important things of life. If you're like me and love coffee, love caffeine, you need to have strong coffee in your household. It's an absolute game changer. They have amazing flavors to choose from like honey lavender, which I'm absolutely obsessed with, vanilla, mocha, and plain black. Again, you need to have this in your household. It tastes amazing and it's really, really, really good for you. You can use my code FOSSUM at checkout for a percentage off your purchase. That's code FOSSUM, F-O-S-S-U-M, for a percentage off your purchase. The next is Ketone IQ. Ketones are nature's super fuel, proven to support energy, focus, endurance, and more. Developed alongside the U.S. military and top universities, Ketone IQ delivers all those benefits in one drink. No caffeine, no sugar, just clean, on-demand energy for superior physical and cognitive performance. You can get them in a bottle or a shot form. I take both. I absolutely love them. I take them before a podcast, before I work out, or any activity that I'm going to need some cognitive energy, focus, and clarity. It really kicks in and helps me get the job done. I did a podcast with Michael Brandt, the CEO and co-founder of HVMN, who produced these Ketone IQ drinks. If you want to learn more about that subject, I suggest you listen to that podcast. It was amazing. You can use code CALEB at checkout. That's K-A-L-E-B at checkout for a percentage off your order. Last but not least is Vibram Five Fingers. You guys know I'm all about that barefoot lifestyle. I firmly believe in living a barefoot lifestyle. I think it's healthy. I think it just strengthens the foundation of your life and your body and just helps you overall, again, with performance, optimization, and liberation. So Vibram Five Fingers is a shoe that helps spread your feet to give you that barefoot lifestyle. It divides your toes up to help spread that feet, strengthen your foundation, and give you that barefoot feel anywhere you go. I take them to the gym. I take them out. I take them when I go on walks. I like to wear my Vibram Five Fingers any chance I can. And again, it just gives you that barefoot lifestyle anywhere you want to go. I have a link with the discount code already applied to it. So all you got to do is click the link and check out for a percentage off and free shipping for your order of Vibram Five Fingers. I'll have all links and codes in the show notes. And I really hope that you guys take advantage of these tools and resources that have helped change my life. I hope they change yours. I genuinely use all these products and I really, really hope that you guys take advantage of this opportunity. So now an uninterrupted podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy and be uncommon. I'm going to hit the intro right now because I missed it for a while. Welcome to the Be Uncommon podcast. Luke Boxer <laughs> here with what looks like Jesus H. Christ. It's not quite him. <laughs> it might be Moses. I don't know. It's my best friend, my business partner, but also it's a man solely responsible for keeping this podcast alive the last couple days, weeks, and months, and probably the entire time it's been here. <laughs> Caleb Fossum, everybody. No, I, I love you, man. And it's good to uh, sit across virtually from you again. I missed you on here. Um, but no, man, uh, this is uh this is incredible. It's it's good for you to be back and definitely just ready to Very move forward with this podcast. Back. Very happy to dive back into this podcast with a much more specific focus of yes. the podcast. <clears throat> who we're podcasting for, what we're gonna podcast about, the schedule, the cadence, the plans. Um, and also uh not taking ourselves I don't wanna say like making ourselves look unprofessional, but like not taking ourselves so seriously in the terms of Hey, you and I are just 25 years old, right? Like we're <laughs> yeah. really early in this process and like, it's super easy to say, but like I've had, we've both had some realizations the last little bit of like, yes. oh, we're so early actually in this like mm -hmm. game of podcasting entrepreneurship, changing our lives, building our lives, figuring shit out. Like we're still going to try everything. I, uh, cause I just watched that clip that I sent you of, um, I can never remember his name, but it's guy that plays Dwight Schrute on the office. Yeah, I can never remember his name, and he literally was on the Rich Roll podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way. And where he's just like twenties, your twenties are for fucking up, man. Your twenties are for just eating ramen with your friends, startup mode. Like your twenties basically don't fucking count. And like mm -hmm. I'm starting to realize of like, man, my minimum viable like bills that are paid. Other than that, man, live, try, fail, fail like as often and try as much stuff as I can. 
And the best part is like that you and I have started this podcast, you and I are business partners. We have, we also have to be best friends. It's yes. hundred percent. Pretty, pretty fucking cool 20 so far. If you ask me. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I went through a very similar realization, like these last, like, I'd say, you know, a couple of months of just like still in this phase of, like you said, just building and accepting the fact that I don't, first of all, I don't think I want what I think I want right now, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you want this to take off. You want this to take off. You want to start making all this money. But it's like, dude, you don't have it yet because you're not ready for it yet. The universe isn't ready to give it to you yet. You have some things to learn. You have some skills to build. You have some people to meet. There's things that need to be done before you get there. And I was feeling behind for a while. Like I was just, I felt so behind. Like, why don't I have this? Why am I not doing this? Like in this ego of like, no, I need to be my own boss. I need to, I have to start a business. I have to be this entrepreneur. Like, you know, like, the, the these egotistical drives almost like this validation and then taking a step back and allowing ourselves to just take what opportunities are at hand that that you know have the best opportunities for us in this moment and that seem to you know go with your heart and build in other ways that will eventually come in but you know like i said our main focus is this podcast right now and i think what people can look forward to is definitely a fuck ton of podcast, dude, from cool people. Me and you talking together. Me and you talking separately with other people. Uh, me and you on the podcast with other people, just whenever mm -hmm. it makes sense. And just giving a bunch of content from different perspectives and taking our egos out of it and just pushing Beyond Common as a lifestyle like we like to do. Absolutely. And like uh, one of the things that I really... <laughs> I've like thought about this idea um, recently of... Like when people learn or get taught things, you're taught like the ground ground base work stuff, and then you get you get like messed up by thinking about like the de details and intricacies of anything. So like starting a business, when you learn about starting a business, you learn that like you need a hungry market and you need a really irresistible offer and you need to serve those people. Like those are the three like groundwork things, right? But then you get lost into the business models and the type of doing this and the advertising and all the fancy shit, right? And that is something that I have like realized that I've been caught in, caught up in, in every single domain of my life, relationships, fitness, health, community, family, friends, peers, work, global issues, anything. I like, get too into those. So like, I've been thinking about this thing of like, one of the core lessons, one of the core like teachings we were taught when we were in elementary school was the idea of the Socratic method when we learned about Socrates. Which is basically asking you, like the really, really elementary school version of this is like, ask yourself why seven times in a row. I've been doing that recently and I was like, holy shit, I learned this when I was eight years old and I ditched it for like, like 17 years. And I, in the last couple of weeks when I've really dove deep and written out my whys and, and why and why and why and why do those things actually matter to you? I start to realize, like, through three or four, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't actually fucking care about these things with any time. Like, I don't care. And the reason I thought I care is 99% of the time, it's because of this, like, self-identity I impose on myself. The first one that I've always, that I used to deal with was, like, the abuse of others, right? What is my dad going to think? What's my mom going to think? What's my, like, what's Matt going to think? My older brother, like, when it comes to entrepreneurship, what's Emily and Ethan going to think about, like, my other siblings, like... And then what are women going to think? What are like other entrepreneurial guys I look up to going to think? Like all of those things. And I started to realize at, like probably three or four years ago that it's more of like their views don't matter to me as much. And then there was my views of me that I self-imposed and my identity was a thing that was like the only thing that mattered. But then I, again, I self-imposed this sole identity without much thought into it. And it, it fucked me up really, really gnarly, like really bad. And I'm starting to finally like peel back the layers of that onion and go like, dude, but why, why do you like, why do you see yourself this way? Why do you have to, dude. Have why do you have <laughs> to make up that shit in front of that girl or that guy or that entrepreneur or like that boss or like, dude, you just, so. you've become aware, like you're, you've become way more aware of, of that. Like this is just the awareness mm -hmm. like of yourself. And first of all, you said Socratic discussion and how dope is it that you have something named after your name, like Socrates, Socratic philosophy. Like I'm going to start my Fosaic I know, philosophy. 
I was like thinking about like what mine would be. That's hilarious. This is why we're friends. Cause I literally thought about that myself and I was like, I don't yeah. even have a philosophy. I don't even like, I'm not known for that, but like, I you do have a philosophy, name. right? I, you know, everybody I, has I, a philosophy, right? right. But I, like I'm saying, I'm not known for one. Yet, yes. Right? Like, yeah. And he wasn't known. It, they didn't call it the Socratic method when Socrates was there. Like they called it, exactly. called it that 2000 years later. Right. But then I was like, bucking steadily. I don't know if I like <laughs> that. Bucking, bucking. Steady and ready, gotta hit all of them. It's steady it's, it's steady, stuff, stuff the steady like, and ready method. It sounds like hot wings in 30 minutes. That's how steady and ready is. <laughs> like, like 30 minutes or less, watch the movie, you'll know exactly uh, what I'm talking about. Um, dude, but I really resonated with everything you said. And thanks for sharing because, uh, like you said, peeling back the onion. Um, it's funny because, you know, going down the spiritual journey, I literally just realized like two days ago that I still don't know shit about shit because, you know, I, I preach this open to everything attached to nothing and i wasn't doing a very good job of it because i was attached to a lot of ideas that i thought i wanted or things that i thought i wanted or ways of living like i wasn't being open-minded in a lot of senses and being intuitive and it's like sometimes you think you are and then you realize like you do the total opposite of certain things like you're forcing a lot of it and because you're like no i need to be this way and just like you said actually opening up and peeling back and asking why. And when you ask yourself why about everything, like it really does make a lot of sense. It takes a lot of pressure off. It's like, huh, I don't know. Like why, why, why am I doing that? Like, you know, and it makes you question everything, like you said. So I really, really resonated with that because I've had a very profound, like I'd say like week, been a very profound yeah, week of just like a lot of realizations. Which is really interesting that we have had those uh, like at the same time simultaneously, but not together. Like you and I haven't riffed up at all, at all. Like literally, like I mean, barely texted. This is like you and I have sent like eight texts to each other all week, and like we had a call about something completely separate a couple of days ago. Like nothing about this, right? So really, really fascinating to me, actually. Yes. Like it's, it's cool. just it, I don't know. Like side note of like i don't know build a tribe of people that are always on the same wavelength even if you're not in the same place i don't know i feel like that's important i feel like that's something we've like naturally built like honestly this is gonna sound hilarious it's gonna be an awesome fucking clip for instagram too you know when women live together and their their periods started to line up right like when you work together with your best friend enough your shit lines <laughs> up sometimes like yeah. And I can tell you, like, I can, I can, you know, I can currently tell you from proof that when you live with multiple women, <laughs> there's, their schedules usually line up together. It just <laughs> happens when they start to live together. That's fact. It's happening. But like, <laughs> now, now I'm thinking, I'm also going to for sure get in trouble for that. Uh, I also like, no, but like, you and I are working together for so long, but also you're not just like building this like deep relationship outside of business and athletics for so long since we were 12, half of our fucking lives. Yep. That like, mm -hmm. we'll come to the same realization when like, we'll both go parallel up a road. You'll go left, I'll go right. We'll each go straight and then come right back and turn right back around to the same fucking point at the same fucking time going completely different routes. It happens all Dude. the time. And I, uh, like we, yeah, sometimes, sorry, sometimes sorry. we, we don't lean into it as much as like we have like today, like, which is so interesting. Cause it's like, based off of the last call we had, we were thinking about going 180 degrees. We both randomly came out with zero communication today about like, actually, you know what? We need to go in this direction. And we both thought of it at the same time. And we're like, Whoa, wait, what? So that's my, yes. that's my little rant on that clip of like, when you get the same vibrational energy with the, with the, the people in your tribe, lean into it. And like, again, maybe ask, why? Maybe ask why again, and maybe ask why again, and really get to the root of it. No, that's uh, it's incredible, and I really resonate with that. It's funny because as you said that, I feel like that's what the tribe usually consists of, and that's kind of what you need when you're building your tribe is people that are leveling up in their own lives independently as their own individuals and own human experience, but how you guys still have this common goal of putting each other all on in some type of way, capacity, talking about starting things together, introducing you to other people, you know, and, and just like, you always have your, your tribe in mind. Like, Oh, I got it. Like, Oh, you need, I got a guy for that. I got a guy for that. You know, like, and you, you kind of have your, 
Yep. You have your tribe and you're constantly putting up, not because they're also good at what they do, but because you know that they're doing the work on their own terms. Like, like, you know, we're, we're doing our work separately. That mm -hmm. is leading to these moments of realizations at the same time. And like, there's no coincidence. I don't, like, right. I, I don't believe in the coincidences and, um, no, it's beautiful, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, the, the rabbit hole just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Sure and like the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know shit about shit. And I truly mean that. It's like I just open up new rabbit holes every day about different things. But I've gotten way more clear on a couple things. I'm like, you know what, man? You can still be a renaissance man, but get good at this right now. Mm -hmm. And then get good at the next thing. Like I don't have to do everything at once all the time. Right. I can – slowly skill stack and that's what i've been learning try to be master class at this thing and then and then build it into other ways and that's how you become a renaissance man it's not like you know you could be good at everything and not great at anything yeah but you got to be good at you got to be good though you, gotta, you know yeah, what I mean? you got to right. be good enough yep <laughs> you know that's like something that i've like i've taken a lot of like time and broken my life up into like uh domains lately and uh mm -hmm. because um Fun fact, life tip for uh, every single person listening. Um, go to therapy. This shit's really helpful. So something that my therapist has uh, talked to me about a little bit lately is like the six different domains of life. Um, like family, friends, peers, work, career, spirituality, religion, and like global issues. So like that's how she puts together the six domains and there's like slashes there, right? So it's, I, this is the eight or nine things, but it's like six things total. But like I it gave me the idea to put my life in buckets or domains of like itches. I like to scratch. So like, I like the business and advertising and making money part of my life. So like, that's like what I do my client work for. Right. But I also love this connection, conversation, community aspect of podcasting, which is like what this is for. But I also love writing and getting my thoughts out there and like leaving this, like, legacy of like written thoughts for like my great grandchildren to read one day. Like, I love that idea. And like building this email list of a daily journal, which is something I'm like kind of working on. But like my past self, because of this identity, I put on myself as this business builder entrepreneur that always had to make a lot of money because I dropped out of school and I always used to tell people, fuck college, blah, blah, blah. I made this identity for myself. I thought I had to monetize all of those at the same time and put them all to these big businesses. And I'm starting to realize of like, Every single bucket needs its number one priority. And if anything else happens, it's just, it's just stopping on the Sunday. It's, it's sweet. Like, so now I'm like my client work of like, if I can narrow down just one client that I can help and pay my bills and like, and get like income. If I do really well, I get paid more. If I don't give them enough effort, I get paid less. Cool. If I sink or swim, that's where I thrive. Right. So if I can do one thing to have one client do that. Right. And a podcast for, like scratches the itch of creativity, connection, and storytelling. And if we make money from it, sick. If we impact people, that's what I'm trying to do here, right? That's what the, this is scratching that itch. And then the writing is like an email list. But like, if I make money from it, fucking sweet. Awesome. Cool. Rad. Love it. It always helps. But like, not going to intentionally go and like create a product to sell. And that's why I'm doing that. And now to where I can focus, it makes me just finally, it literally, once I came to that realization and started like acting that way, even in the last couple of days, it literally felt like I had gone to the chiropractor six days in a row. I had gone through eight therapy sessions and I finally could breathe, but it all happened within one day for myself through asking why, 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 why do those things matter? And it, it's literally for the first time this morning, I went on a, like I left the gym today. I took pre-workout. I was halfway through or like the warm up, and I was like, this doesn't feel right. Actually, I'm a little tight. Like I'm not really feeling the workout sure, but like, I was like, I need sun and I need to walk and I need to think. And I, I can't do any, I can't focus on the workout at all. I was, I half-assed my warm up, and I was like, I just need to get my thoughts like out now. Can't do anything. So I went parked my car and went for an hour walk, a couple miles. Like, yeah, I went for it. And I finally just came to this realization of like, dude, you don't have to build a business for everything. And I started to realize that. And it was not at all because of the money I wanted to build this. I wanted to build a huge wealth or income for my family. It was because, well, that's what Luke does. Luke, Luke only does that. Luke has to monetize everything. Luke has to do this. And I was like, who's telling you that? And I started to ask why, why, why? Even though I was walking, I was like, me. The 19-year-old me that dropped out of college because I wanted to say, fuck society. That was, that was the person telling me that. And I was like, 
okay, now I need to revisit this shit a little bit. And I need to like say no and operate that way. Like, con- like fully like dive into operating that way. And like literally for the f- first time in like 18 months, I have literally taken the deepest breath that actually felt like a full exhale. Like, you know, when, you know, when, like you go through a life moment, you're like, and like, you actually feel your whole muscle, like all of your muscles, but like your energy and every part of your spirit mm. go, Oh, holy <laughs> shit, man. It like, like the equivalent of like, you get home from Disneyland and you're post shower and you put your feet up and you're like, I'm not moving for seven days straight. Like, that's what my soul mm-hmm. and spirit have felt like lately, because I finally was like, Oh, release that identity. You gave yourself asshole. Like you did this, nobody else did this to you, which is like empowering and also makes you go, oh, okay, but this next identity, like, I think I want to give myself, think very hard about it. Like think very hard. Cause I think it, you have to give yourself some type of identity. And or, take your time. Take your time. Think <clears throat> through that shit. Work through Take it. your time. Do, do the work, Dude. you know? <clears throat> Dude, uh, thank you for sharing all that. I'm very proud of you. That's amazing. Um, Cause that's funny. I do like you, like we talked about, I've literally been going through the same thing. And it's funny. Like we talked, we didn't even talk about any of this. Like this is the first time we're talking about this together. And it's like, yeah, bro, the ego and telling yourself that you, you do things certain ways, but zooming out. And when you zoom out, you're able to see the thing that's having this experience, the energy, the soul that's having this human experience and being like, yeah, why am I labeling this? Why do I want to do these things? And what's come up for me is focusing on the magic. And like, what value are you bringing to the world? What value are you bringing to people? And focusing on just providing value everywhere you go, like providing value in any sense. If that's talking to somebody because they need something, that's picking up some trash, like everywhere you go, right? And then Robin Sharma has been a very big impact, uh, had, has had a very big impact on me these last couple of weeks. I've just been taking his course and he just talks about all these things like value chain gratification. When you're checking out at the grocery store, thanking the person at the grocery store, like the grocery store clerk, thanking them for checking you out, taking the time to work today to do their job. Like everybody on this earth has a job to do. And how grateful am I that somebody is able to fix my car if it breaks down, that somebody's able to come to your house and take care of something when when you need it done to fix something, right? Like people are taking time out of their day. Be grateful for that. You know, or the waiter, like you're mad that your food's coming out late when it's like, dude, just be grateful that you're at the restaurant. Someone's cooking you food, doing their job. Like it's just, we take, we take for granted all these things. And so focusing on the magic and focusing on the gratitude, man. And it's funny how much energy, like you said, and like for the first time in a little dude, literally I haven't had pumps like I've been having in the gym and like felt so good in the gym in a very, like I lost that part of me for a while. Like I was, I was staying in shape to stay in shape because that's what Caleb does, right? right? And, and But re- recently, I've been going to the gym and getting in such a flow state and having these pumps for myself. I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks how I look. Like, I feel like fucking Thor <laughs> these last couple of days and, like, the energy, right? And so it's been crazy. Like, and when you take a step back and, like you said, stop focusing on the money and trying so hard to build this, like, wealthy income, external validation lifestyle that, you know, as much as... I, I do want those things, right? I want to, but I don't need them right now. I'm not ready for them right now. You know what I mean? So being okay and complacent and content with where I'm at, still being content with where I'm at, but wanting to focus on bringing magic to the world and whatever form that takes, whether that's giving somebody an idea, having an idea, like it doesn't have to always be, like you said, starting a business and like doing your own thing. Just help people, man. Help people and your, yours will just happen naturally. Dude, that's... Uh, it's- that's uh, Jordan Palmer is one of the uh, greatest influences and mentors of my of my life and a business partner. And he has this idea, which I've riffed on a bunch of times on the podcast before, but like a lot throughout the rest of my life. It's a palms down approach <laughs> about like when you hand somebody something, you give it, you can either do it, give it to them palms up, where like they take it out of your hand, but your hands are still there palms up because you're expecting something back. Or you can do it palms down where you just drop something in their hands and you remove your hand because you don't expect anything in return. And that's a shift. That's a monumental shift in your life, right? But uh, going back to the idea of what you just said about like the grocery store clerk, like I have, I just finished a book today, uh, which I haven't even been able to re- like reference it to you yet. So which is this is exciting because I'm even telling you it's uh, called uh, a million miles in a thousand years, I believe, something like that. A million miles in a thousand years by Donald Miller, and it's uh, has this idea of like this guy they're trying to write a 
uh, a movie about this guy's life, and the guy who they're trying to write it about is an author. So it's these two people that are writing mo- that are used to writing movies, and this guy who's re- used to writing books. And this guy's starting to realize that like the books are exciting because in a book you can write what the person is thinking, but in a movie you can't write like the person has to act like you don't know what they're thinking so it's less exciting unless they act and they create and they do they have to do shit and they have to overcome shit to make a movie exciting if it's just a like you could write a book about somebody sitting in a coffee shop and 300 pages can be an hour's worth of that guy's life or that woman's life or that person's life you know just through thoughts right but you, you can't make a movie about that but life is way more of a movie than it is a book right which makes you realize that, like, okay, if people can't hear my thoughts in my head, I can't hear theirs, so, and I'm just assuming I'm that they're acting this way, but I have no idea what's going on in their heads. So I was thinking about that person. Of, uh, there was a much douchier, horrible version of Luke when I was eight, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, when I, or, like, when I dropped out of school and I was making some money where I would look at people doing manual labor jobs, not with disgust or disdain, but kind of like, oh, fuck, that sucks. I want to do that in the heat. And I've met multiple car mechanics that have looked at me and goes, dude, if I sat in a sat behind or in front of a computer or behind a computer building something, I would be fucking miserable, dude. I would like, I met this mechanic who was like, dude, I would shoot myself right now in the head and kill myself if I did what you did. And I was like, dude, I would be miserable if I did what you did. And he's like, I love cars. I get paid to work on cars. Like, it's my favorite thing in the world. I'm like, but, I, but like, I prejudged and never took the time to fucking actually ask that or think about that or be like, is this this guy's vocation of life? I have no idea. But a younger version of me would always do that, right? Not always, but like, mm-hmm. we do it often. And now thinking about that, like that yeah. grocery clerk probably maybe isn't what they want to do for the rest of their life. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe they're retired, actually. You don't even know. Like, you have no idea what their actual story is. But like, actually, I love what you said about like taking the time out to be like, Thank you, actually. For whatever part of your life you're in right now, I know what part of my life I'm in right now when you provided me a service. Thank you. It, it, it helped. Like, which is another thing of being of service and also letting people be of service to you. Letting people help you and actually accepting that, I think, is a really, really interesting thing to, like, dive in. That could be a whole another, you know, whole other podcast. But being of service is almost just as important of being open to other people being of service to you and actually being willing to and really actually realizing that you are worthy of their service. Like you, you sometimes do deserve, you are worthy of people giving you service and help and stuff. It's interesting. A lot of realizations lately, a lot of realizations lately. Yeah, man, it's, um, it's, it's like, like it literally, it moves me emotionally, man. Like to, um, to look back at growth and like even to be in a place and accept the fact that like we could sit here and say like you know as a human like damn i used to judge people and i used to do these and it's and it's not like always because i mean that's all you know you know like you you're not even aware right. of right. of your of those thoughts right so zooming out is the best thing that you can do and like you kept saying asking yourself why because yeah i wouldn't want to do that well why because I'm egotistical. And like you said, you don't know if that's somebody's dream job. You don't know what someone had to do to get right. there. And I think of that show. Um, what's the show? Fuck. Made. The show Made on Netflix, dude. I fucking loved that show. I binged it twice. Once with, by myself when Minnie was in Hawaii and then once when she was home. And uh, the cool part about it is it's long story short. It's about this single mom who has his battered woman syndrome. She was in a very like psychologically and verbally abusive relationship and she gets out of it and like just has nothing and like, you know, works her way to make some money to put herself through college. And she hikes to the top of the M in Missoula. And she's like, you know, people are going to see me as this single mom, you know, in college, but they like, don't know what it took to get there. And I was like, fuck man. Like you don't know the story that right. someone's going through. You don't know the season that they're going through. And like you said, just being thankful for what's going on in your life and sending love to them, man, because it's really funny. Like I used to just take things so personal. Like, why the fuck's this dude looking at me? Like, what? Like, what? Like, they're they're fucking with me. They're trying to fuck me. Like, no, dude, it has nothing to mm-hmm. do with you. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, and not saying like that's a projection of their projection of their insecurities. Like, like, oh, they're just insecure. It's like, no, nah, dude, they they have some like rooted shit. They have some trauma. They have some things going on in their life. Like, you don't know what happened today right. or yesterday or what they've been battling. So, like, like 
where it was funny. I was talking to somebody about like when you're in a rush somewhere, like, so like, imagine being like in a hurry in line at the grocery store and the person in front of you is taking forever. But the person in front of you is like, I got nowhere to be. This might be my off day. Like I'm not in a rush. Like you're in a rush. That's your problem, bro. Like people always like, fuck, I'm in a rush. Like hurry up. You're like, yo dude, that's a problem. A thousand percent. You know? So, so it's just funny. Like some people are in a rush. Some people are right where they're supposed to be. Like, it's just, man, you just got to be where you are. You got to be where your feet are. You can't keep worrying about everybody else's intentions. And, and like you said, man, just being thankful, giving everything with a palm down. Don't expect anything mm-hmm. back and just keep pushing, man. Just keep keep focusing on you and your magic that you're bringing to the world. Like that, that's been pretty profound for me. Just being like, man, not fuck everybody. Not like, yo, fuck what everybody thinks. Like, yo, just got just really have love for everybody. Like literally one love. Like, yo, dude, I'm doing my best too. You know, like wherever you're at, I mean, you where you're at. And then, you know, it's uh, really interesting. It's like, um, there's like a lot of like points I'm taking of like what you said throughout this whole podcast so far. Of like, um, there are no coincidences. Uh, many said that to me like a year ago. And I, I like took it for yeah. a second. And I was like, holy shit, that's a really fucking interesting thought filter to live by for the next 30 days. And that's, it's been yeah. about 18 months and I haven't stopped. Really fascinating. Like, many, many did that shit through her just regular conversation. She has no idea that she like legitimately impacted my life a year and a half later that way. Paradigm shift. And then, uh, so that way, like, to connect that to the idea of everything happens for a reason, right? But whenever I've heard that, it's always had this negative connotation because it's always happened after something bad happens. And that's just, like, the advice you give somebody because sometimes shitty things happen and you don't really know what to say. But you just feel like you're supposed to say something, Mm -hmm. right? Everything happens. And sometimes it, like, gives a religious connotation that's not at all it, right? So I'm thinking about all of these things lately and a week and a half ago when i was still in like the i we need to like build this offer build the business and get a bunch of revenue for the uncommons because that's what luke does right so like that's what i was like thinking about like talking to you about so i went back and listened to another podcast um from my first million the uh business podcast i love that they recorded like a year and a half two years ago and like randomly in it sean one of the podcasters talks about this idea of inertia And it's this idea of humans just do shit that they've always done because it's what they've always done. They keep doing shit because it's what they've always done, basically. It's like, obviously, an object in motion stays in motion. Inertia, right? And then I was thinking about, like, humans are just these habitual, like, like organisms, right? You just, you have to. We hate change, right? And I happened to listen to that. A couple of days ago and i made me kind of like i had this idea of like a possible shift in my head and today i finally came to it because i re-listened to it again today because i was like why do i always randomly find myself listening to that podcast i listened to it like seven different times and i have never once gotten an important it's a great business podcast like even though it's a great business episode i've never implemented a single business thing from it every time i listen to it the idea of that inertia hits me differently the first time was this idea i listened to it and the first thing i could think about was my now ex-girlfriend but like i started to realize that her and i had lived this like inertia relationship for a while and like we both realized it and we had like that's where we were right and she's amazing i hope she's doing awesome and I, like i only hope and pray the best for her but like it made me realize like she felt the same way even about me in the relationship so it like we are both just doing what we had always done, even though, like, it wasn't always conducive to, like, where we kind of thought we wanted to go, right? And then I started to I started to realize of, okay, look at inertia in every single part of your life. Fitness. I started to realize, like, I go up and down, up and down, up and down, and, like, a lot of this, the thing that keeps me in good shape is, like, when I, or the things that makes me go out of shape is, like, when I get hurt. But I, I would lift certain ways, because that's how I used to lift in high school. Like, that's what I had always done. So for the past, like, two or three months, I'm in the best shape I've been in, in like, probably three years. And I'm doing, like, kettlebell and functional workouts and, like, EMOMs and short workouts. And I'm sweating a ton. And I'm enjoying it. I'm waking up early in the morning, drinking coffee, and writing my workouts. Like, I haven't done that since I was 16. But I'm getting away from the barbells, hmm. like, for the most part. I'm getting away from the dumbbells for the most part. Like, it's just... It feels better, but I stopped doing those certain things, right? And then when it comes to business, I was like, dude, what am I doing because I'm do because I've done it? Like what am I still doing right now? And I was like, like the other day, I 
a client was like, hey, we're going to um, we hire somebody in-house to do what you do, which is always my goal for them. But like it hit me and I was like, I, I know I told you this like a year and a half ago, but like now that's actually happened. For a split second, I was like a little butthurt, like you don't need me anymore. Then I was like, dude, that was like always the goal, first of all. But like I was plateauing with them for a little bit because they needed other help and other things. So I'm like, dude, like, yeah, you need to hire somebody to do this in-house for a lot less money and then like grow your business. Like first, I need to take my ego out of it. Like that guy's trying to grow his business. Sure, he's trying to provide really great products for families across the country and the world. Absolutely, and he's trying to provide for his own family. Like as much as he's a really good friend of mine, I have to realize that like that dude is legitimately providing for like people other than just me. And mm. but like it was even the inertia of thinking like, no, that's part of my routine. Like writing those emails and helping with that marketing is what I've always done. So I have to keep doing it. And once it was gone, I was like, well, what, what do you mean? I know this was always the plan, quote unquote, but like, what do you mean? Dude, I'm inertia through that episode. So I'm wrapping this all back around to like, if shit's popping up, take the, the thought filter of everything happens for a reason, like to heart for like, you know, a couple of weeks and just, just maybe, just maybe see, like even we had a buddy. Uh, who reached out to both of us this week and said that like they got laid off by their, uh, one of their larger clients, right? And like my first thought process because I was middle of that inertia like thought process, I was on, I was literally yeah, same. I was on a vibe too. Uh, I was on what, what my roommates now call a hot boy walk, which is really funny because it's like <laughs> Luke uh, taking a hot boy walk. <laughs> but uh, I was like, dude, maybe this. Oh, Hot boy walks are, are in. They're the best. Uh, oh my god, they're like the most meditative and therapeutic things I've ever done. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesse. Jesse goes on. Uh, he's got the yeah, best neighborhood, does. bro. Like Jesse's neighborhood is so dope for walks. And like, yeah, I need to take more. I usually take like one a day. But I took, like, a, took an hour like walk today. Took an hour walk. It was awesome. But yeah. like, uh, my reply to him was like, actually, one of those things where I stepped back and I was like, that might be actually pretty fucking good advice. And it was like, dude, maybe the world's yeah. actually like cleared your plate for something like bigger happening. But I was like, that's something that he would actually like, he, that would click for him, actually. That's the way his mind works. Mm -hmm. And then I literally was like, holy shit. How's your medicine taste, Luke? Your client just like, <laughs> your client literally just said like, hey, we're, gonna, like, we're finally going to do that thing in the house. And like, we're, like we're, we're done, move forward, blah, blah. And I was like, wait. Wait, 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 wait. This is really good advice, Luke. Take it, you fucking asshole. And like, it's been really, really even like therapeutic for me just to like release that for a second. Go. I'm gonna surrender and be open to what's next. Couple days, like literally a couple hours That's later, hit on the head. Hit me up and was like, "Hey, would you be interested?" Yes, actually, yeah. And I have the capacity. Yeah, actually, my plate just got cleared yeah. right now to do this thing. Let's try it. Like crazy, uh, man, dude. It, it's it's. It's surrender, like you said, and it's like you said, these opportunities pop up and actually surrendering. And by surrendering, you're still taking action by by changing the direction, right? Taking this opportunity that's popping up. But, dude, I feel the same way. Like, I got in a car accident a couple of weeks ago, and thank God everybody's okay that was involved. But And I was just fucking – so I just got this like, car. Like, literally just um, got this and, car. Like, no, like, like a brand new used car. Like, it wasn't it, – it, yeah. Wasn't new, um, so short, short story with that. I mean, I got my car in college, um, you know, bringing it up to Texas, and they were like, "Dude, okay, so here's some life shit, right? Being 25, young, trying to figure out fucking life. I don't know fucking shit about like actually living as an adult, okay? And I'm not afraid to say it. I don't think anybody oh, no, has an idea. I don't fucking understand nope. anything, all, dude. All these made up rules and regulations and, and insurance that have right? so, the whole deal. Oh yeah, fuck out of here, dude. So I get I get pulled over I get pulled over for a, a headlight that's out and then my registrations my registration is um expired and so I tell the guy I'm like well I got to take this car in anyway like it's I feel like it's on its way out so I wasn't gonna renew the registration because I thought I was gonna get a new one anyway so whatever writes me a ticket all right cool just get it fixed right okay so I take it in to get it uh, to get to, well in order to get a new registration you have to get Texas a Texas state inspection in order to get in state inspection you need Texas state insurance. So I walk in there. I didn't know any of this. And they go, do you have Texas insurance? I'm like, no. We're like, well, we can't do the inspection. I'm like, so then I can't get my registration. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. 
Okay. <laughs> so then they go, well, hey, we'll check the car. And so they check the car and they're like, so, hey, without even going to the state inspection, it's going to be around $2,000 to fix your car to then be eligible for a state inspection. Like it wouldn't pass a state inspection Woof. already. And I'm like, awesome. Cool. So uh, I'm like, okay. So I take it over to Subaru. And that day I, I wasn't even planning on getting a new car, but it was trading in. And I literally got the, the second cheapest one on the lot because the cheapest one she was like, because, listen, I'm bought right. on a fucking budget. Right. I'm surviving out here. And so she uh, she was like, well, if you get this the cheapest one, then, you know, you're going to be in the same spot that you already were with your older one. So I get this new car. It's amazing. I love it. sick. It yeah. Tight, I, super, I'm big fan of Subies. Yeah, dude. dude. I love that. I, I, felt, yeah. I felt dope. And I was like, hey, I got yeah. a little new car. Uh -huh. like I did it the first time. But then never bought a car before. The car that I got was I got it in college to get me from A to B and back to A. God bless its heart. It got me everywhere. Um, did it its fucking tank. job, um, but I never bought a car before. So even going through that process and she's explaining all these things to me like, well, you know, you have credit, but it's not good because you haven't been building it. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. I, I can't get the only way to get experience and like build your credit is to do things, but you have to get fucked your first time doing right. things because you have no credit. It's like, what, what is yep. this fucking system? So anyway, whatever, fuck it. I get it. Fast forward to this car accident. And, um, dude, I, I, I don't have to get into what happened, but I definitely don't think it's my fault. And I don't understand these, these laws. Um, but whatever I got fucking hit and, um, you know, it comes back that like I'm liable. And so it's just funny going through this whole fucking thing, right? Like it was raining and then it started a storm with my car. I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Like that's was where this paradigm shift started to happen. And I was in this like, why me mentality of like, what the fuck? You know, like I moved my life out here. The job opportunity falls through. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. Like, I'm just kind of like, fuck, what am I going to do? Like, what the fuck? And then I get this car accident. I have a car that I can't even afford at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, and just all this fucking shit. And then you just have this paradigm shift of this is the reality right now. And there's a reason the teacher the teacher doesn't teach during the test. Like you don't see the teacher during the test. She doesn't help during the test. You know what I'm saying? And like, I was at this moment, like, no, nah, dude, I'm in this, like, I'm getting fucking tested right now. And then when you started to take that on and all this shit, that was kind of like, I wouldn't say going bad. It just wasn't going my way. I felt like I'm like, a lot of it was so right. out of my control. I looked at my, I looked at many when I was like, yo, am I like fucking up in life? Right? Like, am I doing something wrong? Because I feel like so many things are happening out of my control but it was my perspective, like, I'm getting fucked. And it's like, nah, dude, like you said, you're getting prepared for something. Like, something, you know, it's only bad because you're mm -hmm. labeling it that way. And, like, yeah, you know, you're getting hit with some shit like, oh, you got to pay the thing on your car. But you also have a car note for a car that you can't even get fixed right now. It's just like this crazy – it's like this life shit to where I got to the point where all I could do was laugh. And I was like, well, you know what? I can't really go anywhere from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I – like – so and there's nothing I can do in this moment. So I say all that just to say, like, once I started just to really go back inward and invest in myself and go, okay, like you said, you started doing these workouts again and being in the sun. And honestly, bro, it's funny that we hit the same time. We were kind of like, yo, I miss, I miss each other in the sense of like, where we would go and we'd work out and we'd, and we'd rip mm -hmm. and we'd brainstorm. And we kind of got back into that in right. our own way. Like we found our groove kind of like, you know, I just moved, you just moved. Like there's just been a lot of life changes and it felt like it was a season of, it was a very long tra like mm -hmm. transfer season. I'd say like transferring this, the, our lives in different places, if that makes sense. And so, and then all this shit, right. I felt like it was a boom, boom, boom. And some good, some bad, very ebb and flow. I mean, bad quote, right. But just very ebb and flowy. <clears throat> and like you said, these last, this last week has been like, dude, you're right where you're supposed to be with what you're supposed to have. And, you know, and then we, we obviously got connected on here again and we're doing our thing and just finding the things that bring energy and make you happy and bring the magic out. And, you know, I started drawing again, like every night I've been drawing pictures, like, like art, like I do a, like a quote. And then I just kind of draw pictures around what that quote means. Like, you know, what just like being like letting mm -hmm. my shit flow and just doing what comes naturally. And, um, so yeah, that was very long winded, but that was a little life update just on some shit, but it was uh, just a very big week. Like, and I really resonate on that. Like we've been talking this whole podcast about just, uh, just, just a paradigm shit, yeah, man. It's, it's man, like you and I always say, man, like we said it at 23, we said it at 24, we've said it at 25. 25 is fucking weird, man. 25 is fucking, fucking crazy <laughs> and weird, man. Like, uh, 
McKenna just came back and was uh, from a conversation the other day, and she's like, "Yo, we turned 26 like in November." And, and oh my was, god, dude! Yeah, October. Yeah, yeah I turned 26. She, you but fucks. she was like, "Like insurance," and I was like, "Bro, I haven't even thought about insurance. Like what? Like yeah." My, Sorry, no ambulance My rides for me. Is like, look four way, like look four times before you cross the street. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, lot of, like wash your hands. No, no thank you, sir. Wash I'll just die. You, use I'll a just lot die of hand sanitizer and like try not to use a public bathroom. I don't know. Like that's that's my insurance. That's my insurance. Survive right now. Like, yeah, the only the only suggestion, not even yeah. rule. The only suggestion I have is don't die. It's like that's it so far. Yeah, this insurance like, is bullshit anyway, dude. I don't even fucking like. Oh. But it's so funny of. Another thing, like uh, before we, like before we we dip out for this episode, is like um, this again one of those things that like everything happens for a reason. In the last week, I had three uh, best friends that I grew up with from since I was like a little little kid. Uh, from we all lived within like ten fifteen houses of each other, and we all went to the same elementary school. Um, like, we went to the same middle school, and like a couple of us went to different high schools, but like, we've been friends for a very long time, all four of us. And what's really interesting without like naming names and like going too deep into things of like where people are at. One of them ended up getting drafted in professional sports, one of them works, uh, to, like as a, a police officer, and one of them's taking on their like dad's business right now. And all of us, three years ago, we're completely lost in the different shit we were doing and not doing anything close to that. And now all of us are thinking about like not changing what we're doing for jobs, but like are open to different possibilities and are all dealing with different problems at the same exact time to where it's like when you go through a shit in your, especially in your twenties, you like, we just have this idea that we're like, we're the only fucking ones shit's happening to. Like, we're the only character, obviously, we, mm-hmm. like, because it's your life and you're the only main character. Like, I get that shit. You're not, you're not but, a main character, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. That's, yeah. That was so funny. Like, I'm just thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. Yeah. What I happened? Know. That's an inside joke that we'll, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to talk walk. about. We'll have to riff about one time. That guy was not a main character, and that sucked. Mushroom that walks. Sucked for that guy. Uh, but, like... I, I've been dealing with some some really gnarly shit in my head the last like year and a half, but like the last six months have been uh, very interesting. Like the last like month or so, I've been more open to like looking what people my age are going through and making, like realizing that I'm not the only one. And literally within the last ten days, three of those best friends that I've known like literally longer than you, I've like reconnected <laughs> with, seen them in person, and realizing that we are all separately going through the same type of shit at the same time and then you talk to people that are older yep. and they're like yeah bro that's just your 20s and i'm like wait well you guys all have the same fucking answer like, what do you mean and they keep having it and so i finally go your 20s are really about figuring shit out and learning that's literally what it is it's literally about learning shit and figuring it out like it's not about building that really big thing and then you start to look at like that does not mean it's wrong to strive to try to do those really big things, to start mm-hmm. Facebook, to play for sports, to build a, or to be an elementary school teacher and build a family at 21 years old. It does not matter whatever your endeavor is. But what I'm starting to realize is that I've always known that people like don't know what they're doing. People in their twenties have no fucking clue at all. And it is such a gnarly guessing game. And I've talked to people in their thirties and they have no fucking clue. when it's such a guessing game. And in the forties, the people that I've asked, they're like, yeah, man, you just have a little bit more data, but like, we're still just kind of fucking guessing. And the people that figured out are literally the ones that are dying and going, bro, have as much fun as you can, man. Hold on to the, hold on to the people that feel mm-hmm. right. Let go of the people that don't. Try that thing that you want to and just don't be afraid to fail because you know what? We all die. And those people that are like at the tail end are the ones that finally realize that, which is like, a, it like gives me anxiety of being like, dude, like, click. I need to click right now so I can live my life and like not realize that when I'm 85, 95 years old. Mm-hmm. I need to realize it now and like act upon it. I was like, you know what? Maybe we do have ramen seven days in a row. Cool, man. I'm fed. Like, I'll be all right. Yeah, it's not the healthiest thing. I know. But like, you know what? I'm fed. 
You know, I have a mm-hmm. roof over my head and I have a vehicle right now. Like, shit, man. My 20s shit. are okay, dude. Dude. It, and it's it's very like, dude, you got to earn it. That like, was a great video. You, I was riffing. So, but I was just riffing with some of my old teammates. Um, we uh, There's like a couple of us that have been doing some podcast episodes mm-hmm. on just like college football and uh, talking about football and um, just being, and this is my take on sports, right? And when you're an athlete, you, you earn it in the sense of, dude, you have to show up at 530 for workouts no matter what. You're held accountable. You're forced to show up to these things. You're forced to put in the work because if you, you have this one goal, right? And when you're done with life or when you're done with uh, that part of your life, like sports, or you move on, it's on you to be this self-discipline, right? <clears throat> and it's on you to, to move on to the next thing that lights your soul on fire, but you still have to earn it. <clears throat> you have to earn the perspective. You have to earn the business. Yes. You have to earn the how. Yes. You don't just get it. And by earning it, it's by showing up every day in your 20s, in your 30s, whatever the case is, showing up every single day, getting kicked in the fucking face. And then taking what you learned into the next round, bro. Like you can't. Yep. And I've realized that because I wanted everything now. And I'm like, dude, you haven't done anything to earn it. Like you have to, it's not like, oh, you have to struggle to be successful. Cause I totally understand people that like, you know, people have coming out like, dude, you don't need to like struggle to be successful. I get that. But also there's like this rite of passage in the universe that like, you still have to put the work in, in some way, shape or form. It's not going to happen mm-hmm. for you. You know what I mean? Like you, you still don't have, you not necessarily have to struggle but you got to work for it. You got to show up for it. You have to prove to the universe that you're worthy of it. Whatever you're asking for, whatever way, shape or form, you might already have the money. You might not be struggling financially, but you need to do the reading. You need to do the research. You need to go get the expertise, the skills. Like, so I just, I, I say that just because it's like, I've realized that for myself, like, bro, you still have more skills to acquire. You still have more things to do. You still have more people to meet. Okay. Like you have to earn this. So what did you do in football, bro? You walked on and you showed up every fucking day as a walk on, bro. We were talking about this, bro. Like I went through some shit playing college football that I completely forgot about how fucking badass I was to go through some of that shit. Like we talked about, we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't talk about ourselves in that sense of like giving yourself credit about the Dude. journey that you've been and on. And like you went you through some, some shit, shit with yeah, your you knee and you were some si- shit that happened after. And you had to move out by yourself. And you were, you, were, yeah. you were alone in that apartment by yourself recovering from your knee surgery yeah. with no fucking help from anybody. Yeah. Literally anybody. Yeah. Well, it's – and you know – People and there's other people that have had way worse situations and some. It's just I I say that because we need to give ourselves credit for our journey and be like, nah, dude, like, but I earned that. And then you can't even remember what you like. You might be able to put yourself like, oh, I remember that time, but at that time, like, look at where you are now. Like, you got through that shit and you don't even remember. Like, sometimes you forget about it. Is what I'm saying. Like, life just keeps going, and so like, you just got to keep earning it, man. You keep showing up. And like, you've done that in one aspect of your life. Now you just got to do it in life in general, bro. Like you just got to keep showing Dude, up I have, every single day. Uh, my reference are, uh, always have a lot to do with business because that's like always been my past, my environment and a lot of my experiences. And I, I've, uh, I had a really tough conversation with somebody like when I was like 21 or 22, because I thought I was smart enough because I'd read enough books and watched enough videos and thought enough ideas, but I hadn't executed on any of them yet. But I, I brought them up in like meetings and whatnot. And I used to be annoyed when they weren't taken seriously enough. And like, uh, there was really funny. So like there was a CEO, there was a employee that was like a really, really, really high employee who is now a very prominent person in the space. Um, but I'm telling like a funny story and an intimate story a little bit. So I don't want to name names. And there was me as an intern, right? So there's three people in the story. And uh, the head guy was Taylor Holiday, like he was the, the CEO. And uh, I, well, like, I don't Taylor's, names, Taylor's a guy like that no, because he's, he's a man, um, the smartest business person I've ever met. And I would like get annoyed sometimes about like certain things of like, why are, why am I not getting taken seriously enough? Blah, blah blah. Like, do I not have enough wins under my belt? And he used to be like, dude, you don't have enough losses under your belt. And I'm like. Why would you want to lose? He's like, nah, dude, I want to learn. I like if you come and work at this level that you're asking for, because he's like, dude, I'm putting you on the path to lose like quickly. Like that's the path to win faster is to lose quick. Like get lose and learn. Like you got to right. And uh, he's like, dude, like there are people who like the third person in the story. Like this guy also he was asking for like promotions and things at work, and because he ha- he started with a really really big win under his belt. Like he got hired with after a really big win 
but he cashed out on this trend and like he had a really big win, but it wasn't like he couldn't it wasn't repeatable. And he won super early. And so it's like, bro, it's the same thing with this guy that you look up to. He's not going to the top right now because he won way too early. He hasn't lost enough. Like he hasn't failed enough times to like get to the level that you guys both want to get to. Cause like I was asking to skip like 10 levels because I was naive in 21. Like that's what you do, right? And he's like, yeah, you do need mm-hmm. wins for sure. Like, obviously you need to like prove that you can do it. But like, he goes, I need you to see how you react to losses and how you learn. Like, I need to see your learning process of your mm-hmm. own failures. And if you don't take a step back and appreciate the effort you put in and then extrapolate the actual losses and like the lessons there, he's like, dude, like not to be mean, but you're useless to how I manage this business and how it works. Cause like, dude, I need people who can like see a problem be like, I can tell you right now of what I, what I know is that that doesn't work with the way I did it. It might work the way you think about it, or we just need another solution, but I can tell you that it doesn't work this way. Some people can be like, yeah, it works this way. It's like, no, it has worked that way in the past. Will it work right now? I don't know. But I have enough data to say, like, I've lost a bunch of different ways to say, Hey, this is how we move forward, which puts your twenties in perspective of like, holy shit, man. We are racking up a ton of the experience right now. You are racking up experience by even learning how to buy a car. You're racking up experience by learning how to deal with insurance. All of those things. You are, you like, you racked up experience through injuries, through dealing with shit by yourself. Like when nobody was there to help you mm-hmm. after your injuries, like dude, all of those things, when you take a step back and you're like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah. Whether they're losses or learnings, like, yeah. I don't know, but it's some... a hell of a lot of data now as I'm getting older, like to, to pull from, well, yeah. wow, my experiences are the best help. You just. Well, like you, you gotta, like you said, you gotta take the L's, and the only way to take the L's is getting in the arena. The man in the arena, and Brian Brown, the only one that you respect is the guy in the arena getting his ass kicked. Like you have to get your ass kicked around, bro. That's how you learn. It's like I've been training jujitsu. I got back into jujitsu um, recently, and it's so funny. Like you have no choice but to get mm-hmm. your ass kicked every time you walk in there. You're gonna get in. Little wins is like not getting tapped out that day, right? Not getting choked out that day. And then maybe you get a you you get you get a submission like when you're learning and you're building and it's like dude, it's such an example of life of you can't freak out in these situations. You have to be calm in the chaos. You have to flow with what's going on. You have to get like when you get into a position, you have to flow your way out of it calmly. You can't try to force things. And then getting mm-hmm. your ass kicked—that's how you learn because now you're prepared for the next time that move comes, right? Like you said, you have to take those L's, man. I've just been learning like it's okay to not know. You're not dumb for not knowing if you haven't been in the arena yet or you haven't expected the only way to experience is actually going through the experience. Everybody could talk to you about insurance and what to do when you get into a car accident. But when you get into a car accident, like, dude, I haven't really been in car accidents. When I got one, I was like, all discombobulated. I was like, what the fuck do I do? Do I call call the cops? Like, I've never, (laughs) I've never been in one. I've never been in one. real life. So I didn't, and Minnie, we called, we called Minnie's mom and she kind of walked us through. And it's like, well, if you've never been through one, you don't know what to do. Like, Right. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can watch all the videos you want. Like I'm taking a, I'm taking a CPR class right now. And like, it's, you watch all these videos, but when the moment hits, like, yeah, you know, like you have to, you, you're figuring it out in the moment in real time. Like, so it's just, it's very much like, don't be scared. If you don't know if you haven't been in the arena yet, like ask the questions and then go get the data, man. Like when shit happens, that's why you can't be mad at something that you didn't right. do that you didn't know about. Like, Oh, I wish I would have done that. You didn't even know that was an option at the time. How, why are you mad at yourself for not doing that? Like, oh, that was an option. There was an all, there was an all the above. I, I chose C. You know, like it's a, uh, it's just so. Yeah, man, it's been really cool. Like you said, it's been a weight lifted off my chest too, bro. Of being like, dude, it's okay. Like, yeah, you have time. Like, in all these, everybody makes fun of Gary V, right? Like, oh, you got time. Like, fuck up in your twenties. Like, everybody's always kind of like giving him ridicule or, or kind of like making a you know, memes about that shit, but it's true. Like I had the realization this last week, like, bro, like it's all good. Like it's okay to be where you're at right now and not, and still want more, like strive for more. But like, dude, like we're still figuring it out. Don't take yourself so fucking seriously. Like, dude, you know it's like I mean? one of those like, things. It's so funny, man. Like my dream in life is to try to figure out how to shorten the timeline of like shitty experiences for people of the next generation type of stuff. Right. Because you get told uh, when you're younger by people older than you that it's the process, not the product. You get told that it's the journey, right? Like that's the thing that you have to appreciate. And you blow it off every single time because it's one of those lessons that you have to experience to learn. Like 
it's a process, not the product. Like you'll hear that. Like it, it just, it will not click. It will not click because when you're young, you're cocky and naive. Like not in like a bad way, but like you just are because you just haven't been hit in the face enough times. Like you just haven't yeah. been, you haven't been kicked in the yep. kick enough times. Like it just happens. 100%. You don't got enough scars, bro. And like as we get older, and we're still young, like we're still young as fuck. But like as you get older, you start to realize, like, holy shit, those old heads were so right. Like they they knew what they were talking about. Like that Inky Johnson video I watched when I was 16 years old about the process and not the product. He was so right. But like I had to hear it every single six months from 16 to 25 to go, oh, oh, it's. It's not the Friday at 11.37 p.m. because I can buy these things because I've done the work to be able to afford it for my friends. It's the Tuesday at 5.57 in the morning. I can't sleep and what am I going to do? It's the it's the 2.11 p.m. on a Thursday when it's like, I don't know, I could go to happy hour, I could take a nap, or I could do this. Like It's those small little like inch, like intimate choices where you go, you know what? I actually appreciate myself for making this choice. My future self thanks me for this, actually. That's what it is. Dude, bro, you get rewarded you sure for those small do. choices. That's real. Dude, I, I, dude, I have goosebumps right now because that's literally happened to me the last two days. I feel like literally small decisions will come up, like very, very small, but you know, like in your heart, should I do that? Should I do that? Like, you know, right? And I thought about all the little things that add up to making that decision. You have to click on that thing, go to that thing, do that thing. Like for me, biting my nails, I have to pick my hand up, take it to my fucking mouth and then bite it. Right. Like that's a lot of steps. It's not like, oh, I have a bad habit. And I, no, no, motherfucker, you got to take your hand out of your pocket. Like there's a lot of steps that go to you biting your nails. And so I've been learning to catch those before. Right. Like, no, dude, no. And then I stay here and then like literally I get like a little gratification from something completely different in my life. And I'm like, OK, this is the game. Like when you actually do what's best for you and you morally mm -hmm. know is right. Like, like you, you know what I mean? Like, and you're going to know there is balance and there's harmony, but I've really understood Like, this is the first time where I've really been strict on myself since football. Like when I was playing football, that's what I was talking about. Like hard work wise, like there wasn't one person that would work harder than me. And I will put that on everything. I would try to be the first one to locker room, the last one to leave. Like that was the shit, but it was just natural. And then when you're on your own, right. it's like, do I have to wake up at five o'clock? Do I have to? Like, I don't have to do these things, right? Because, and also like, you got to gain clarity on your goals. So me, I had the lack of clarity of like, right, what, what direction am I going? I try to build this business. Do I want to work here? Like, what do I want to do? But when I just started taking this Robin Sharma course and working on me and committing to waking up at five o'clock every day, going to my training, going to the gym, like doing the things that provide value that I know I want to do. And then like, taking just doing these little steps and then pushing these other things out of my life that dude you don't need to be doing that or you don't need to be focusing on that it's like you start to just build and the universe starts to reward you with opportunities you start to see shit pop up and it's like whoa dude like again just trying to focus and invest back into yourself go inward and it's been a crazy realization man of just the little steps like you said i've we've we've loved these concepts for so long like the compound effect and all these little things but i've only right. known them in one realm i've only known them in football i've only known them on the field off the field working towards going to the nfl working towards playing on saturdays on national like working towards those goals i didn't know these in life in career in in relationships like you don't realize so you start to kind of find out the same philosophies that you believe in, but taking them to all aspects of your life. Cause it's easier said than done. You're like, Oh yeah, I am. I am attached to everything and, and oh, or, um, uh, open to everything and attached to nothing. And I do this and I do that, but to be, to be that way in every aspect of your life or try to right in the different buckets, that's right. where you start to see the real magic. It's like, take care of, of all of it, you know? And, um, that's the real compound of those little, little choices, bro. So I'm glad you said it. it's so funny how, Similar, mm -hmm. we were going, we were going through things, you know. Like, it's I got insane. nothing else to that, to be honest with you. I am. That was that was a lot of yeah, knowledge. Drop. I'm really happy to be back on the podcast. I'm really excited for the the direction moving forward, the uh, the process and the journey that we're really about to enjoy. Yeah. Um, the planning that comes along with it, like the excitement that comes along, like with us focusing on just this channel and diving into it, which also means that like you and I are going to connect mm -hmm. more, like business-wise and creativity-wise and riffing and doing all those things, like, that brings along a lot more excitement, 100%. too. And that brings along the idea of, like, man, we don't even, 
we know like the next like 10 or 15 people that like want on the podcast or within our like a text message away or you know a dm away or whatever that we can get on but it's like mm-hmm. man we have no idea who's gonna be on here in six months of the because of like the people that the people that we bring on now might introduce us to which is like i'm fucking excited man like who knows you know like who yeah. fucking knows we could we could have we're just like learning six people away from uh, anybody on the planet if that so like we could who knows who can be on there right <laughs> so, like, you always are you're literally a couple of people away from all the rooms you want to be in all the time, like right, and meeting these people that you know are going to be inspirational, motivational, whatever. But yes, I'm excited uh, to dive in here um, again. Like I think we're going to be consistent as possible. I, we plan on having one guest a week at least, mm-hmm. and then one of me and you at least, like you know, or the solo cast something. But hopefully two two a week, some type of capacity. But um, yeah, we're definitely diving into guests and again people that. It's funny because when people hop on here and they'll attest to it, like. There's a little intro. I have a little bio. Um, I prepare, but it's also like we like to do this in real time. Yeah. And really get to know people, meet people. And that's cool that you're a CEO and you have a business, but like right. what are how are you as a person? Like, what are your daily routines? Like, what do you what do you do outside of that? Like what inspires you? So it's diving deep down to what really make people uncommon. And that's what this whole show, and that's what this whole channel, that's what everything that we've been trying to build is about. So again. Just very excited to see uh, where this very, goes. Very we, get we got some uh, people in the pipeline that are that are going to be very excited. I'm really excited to really excited to dive into. It'll be fun. I'm really excited. Thank you for listening to me. Yeah, you've been with us, man. Podcast, Thank you. The Uncommon Podcast, but also it is just the Uncommon Podcast. Like we are uncommon, you are uncommon. Anybody who listens to this podcast is uncommon. So, to be yeah. fact, though, the Uncommon Podcast. But we appreciate you. Thank you very much.